millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. 
now. NobleGoldInvestments.com Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Breaking news, you guys. The United Nations or the European Union has threatened sanctions against Twitter after Elon Musk banned a list of journalists, prominent mainstream journalists from Twitter. Uh, we're looking at the Times of UK reporting the EU has threatened Elon Musk with sanctions and suggested he may have crossed a red line by suspending several journalists, God forbid, from Twitter. We thought he was the free speech man. We're going to jump into all of this on Truth Bombs. Happy Friday. I'm thrilled to be joined today by Natalie Denise. Hi. Merry, Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, indeed. Hey, guys. So what is your thoughts on Elon Musk banning these people? Let, let's just uh, give a heads up. It was a Washington Post, mm-hmm. New York Times uh, reporter, and uh, CNN. Yeah. Well, okay, so I think the circumstance, because initially my first reaction was, Okay, I, I, I understand that we're getting, we're getting free speech back, but I kind of want their dissenting opinions so that way we can go head to head with people. And initially my thoughts were, why is he doing this? Like, I don't really like the idea of him, but then there was more context. So actually there were doxing, you know, links that were being passed around by these journalists, apparently. Um, I don't believe that all of them were, but I think most of these journalists were. And I think that's why he suspended them and even ran a poll, I think, for like uh, either uh, resuscitating their account now or waiting seven days out. And people were uh, voting now to get give their accounts back now. But I would vote to give them their accounts back. I mean, unless they are concretely doxing people, I don't agree with that. And I do I do agree that they need to be made an example of in that case. But as far as banning them 100%, I don't agree with that. I think they should be on the platform. I think we should have dissenting opinions, although they didn't give us the same respect all these years. Right. And we're going to get into uh, what sort of doxing allegations were involved, tracking of Elon Musk's private Mm -hmm. jet. And he's saying that threatened the safety of his own son. And this is why he's deleting all these journalists. So -hmm. before we jump fully into that, shout out to the sponsor of my coverage. So there was a a Texas mom. This is actually in Hidalgo County where uh, an intruder came to her door. Um, It was just she was at home with her kids. So she hides in the room with her gun threatens, tells the guy, get the heck away, but he doesn't, he breaks into her house. So she shoots him, um, and calls 911. So police took him off to the hospital. Once he was out of the hospital, he got, um, arrested for, you know, threatening the life of this family. And this is part of why I love the second amendment. It protects vulnerable women such as ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, it's also why I highly recommend the support, the second coin. And in the next 30 seconds, I'm going to g- explain to you how you can get yours for free. It has engraved in bold letters and words, second amendment is my gun permit on one side and second amendment, United States constitution on the other. My favorite engraving is on the, is the skull with two revolvers with the American flag in the background. It's a great conversation starter and just a great investment. So you can try, inspect, and judge it uh, risk-free at the link down below. Supportthesecond.com. Supportthesecond.com. Check that out. Okay, so let's um, let's look at the news of what 
Elon is is saying. It's just like it's interesting. Like he's now the personal dictator of this huge free speech platform. Mm-hmm. So if you if he feels threatened by anyone tweeting anything, he can just nuke them. Right. So there was this Twitter account that was, um, I guess, Elon's jet. Um, this Twitter account only tracked the movements of Elon Musk's personal jet, which right. is publicly accessible information. Mm-hmm the public can go and track various flight patterns of right. a lot of different flights. Mm-hmm. So anyway, different journalists started to tweet about this account and link to Elon's um, jet tracking account. Then Elon Musk is claiming that some man in LA started to follow the car that was carrying his young son. Right. And, um, threatened the safety of his son. Mm-hmm. Now, when news media checked in with LA police about this, they said they don't have any record of this. Oh, so it's a little, if he has to, if it was a legitimate true. story, oh. but Elon was tweeting, this is what happened. And so I am nuking all these accounts, including the jet, uh, the jet tracking account, which he previously said will be allowed because he loves free speech that much. Right. Um, and then, and then these prominent journalists from big outlets, he even banned Keith Oberman. We're going to look at that as well. Um, but I want to play the soundbite from last night because there was, you know, the, the Twitter spaces section. It's a new section they have on Twitter um, mm-hmm. where you can do audio chats. And someone was, was hosting one. Elon Musk act, actually hopped in there to chat with the journalists. Here's, here's the crazy thing about it. All the journalists he banned, a lot of the ones he banned, were in there. Uh, there was a loophole, uh, a loophole on Twitter where Elon Musk banned these people, but they could still access the audio section of Twitter. They weren't banned there, so he's now chatting with the people that he banned. And I think I was just wondering at what point while he was chatting did he realize? Wait, this one of the journalists who just chimed in and asked me a question is someone that I just oh, banned. Oh no way! So here's the clip. He he ends up jumping out of it. Here it is. So anyway. Uh, so it's unacceptable what you're doing? No. What you, you, you docs, you get suspended, end of story, that's it. Elon, I have to ask, I mean, I think what everyone's wondering is that it's highly unusual for journalists at the Washington Post and the New York Times to be have their Twitter accounts suspended. And it just so happens that it's, you know, the, the, the boss in charge, you know. Uh, so, you know, what's the deal there? Oh, I think... I think Elon has uh, has left. I guess that's I'm unfortunate because the answer. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, guess what the difference is there. You know, man, not I trying had to... so many. I was raring yeah. to go, guys. <laughs> I know, I was too. <laughs> I was going to order a cyber truck. I, I just want to say, sorry, I don't want to browbeat him. Um, and you know, this this is reporting, right? There is value to reporting where people go. You know. Most of what Elon Jet shared was him going to the factory in California or the factory in Texas. Yeah, so Elon quickly bounced out of that. And then the word is that today they actually shut down Twitter spaces to fix that glitch so that people who are banned cannot go back in there. Oh, okay. Because I saw a tweet from Tara Bull yesterday. Uh, She's one of the, I believe, the Twitter spaces post and she tweeted did twitter spaces get shut down and i don't even know she if she knew wow right so that's interesting i did not know that part that he entered a twitter space quickly exited 
So yeah, the, I guess there is more to that story. That's something that I didn't even know. Yeah. Um, so look, I think I, I'm a huge free speech absolutist. Right. And I think when you're a public figure, you have yes. to accept that like your private jet might get tracked yeah. by some people. Uh, but I, I do think it's really hypocritical. A lot of these mainstream people all of a sudden getting all crazy about this when this censorship has been going on for two plus years. Right. That's true. It's, it's dishe- disheartening that Elon calls it a free speech platform and then censors this many people. But when he's censoring people on the left, at least people on the left are getting a taste of what people on the right have been going through right. for so long. I just want everyone to be able to talk freely. Exactly. So let's look at Keith Oberman's last tweet before he got censored. Um, if we look at, if, if you click this um, Twitter tab, JJ. Uh, so Ben Collins from NBC has been tracking that here's his string of tweets of every journalist who's been banned just in the past few hours. So just scroll down. Uh, JJ, uh, is this, is this tab up for everyone to see? Okay. So let's show this tab. And it's right there on top. Okay. So here it is everyone. So Ben Collins from NBC has been tracking the list of all the reporters who are getting banned by Elon um, so if you go down further, you're going to see it, there's the at Elon jet that got banned. Uh, keep going to Keith Olbermann. Okay. Click on Keith Olbermann's image. This is no, no, the, this one. Yep. This is the last thing Keith Olbermann tweeted before Elon banned him. Olbermann says, here's the plan. Everybody retweet the screenshot of the tweet that was apparently uh, got the account of Drew Harrell from Washington Post suspended. By the way, Drew is one of the people who ended up questioning Elon in that Spaces chat when he was supposed to be banned. Oh, wow. Um, and Keith says, and recreate the tweet word for word with the link and link uh, the Aaron Rupert piece that got him permanently suspended. So what Keith um, Overman is, is doing right here is um, is the is like the proxy sharing that um, Project Veritas has been telling people to do since Project Veritas got banned through Twitter. Um they were telling people to find this interesting way. and now the left is doing the same thing right. that the right had to do and it's just it's really i mean it's it's good that a, the left is getting a taste of their own medicine of yeah of what project veritas and others had to do like how can we share this information when we're all getting banned right. so but it's funny that keith tried to do this loophole mm-hmm. and so elon uh nuked him too mm-hmm. But Elon's obviously not nearly as free speech as we hoped. Right. Yeah. And I think that we, you know, we can't create stipulations for free speech the way that they used to create stipulations for free speech. And ultimately it wasn't fair. Right. And I do agree. um, You know, anybody can go look up that public information, like the private jets and stuff like that. Um, But, you know, even with you giving me the news that, uh, you know, police are really not really sure or they don't have record of somebody following his family member. I think that that's also something to heavily consider here. Um, But on the other side, like I I can have a level headed way of thinking of it because at the same time, it's like, you know, yes, it is public information, but for somebody of a public figure, um, you know, it's, it's probably a good idea not to share their exact location, but I think, uh, actually I was right. watching Tim pool and I, they, they made a really good point. Elon Musk has to define 
what is real time, right? Like is real time to the second? Is it five seconds after? Is it five minutes after, right? Because if we're sharing locations of a public figure and it could possibly pose a threat to that, to that person's safety, then, you know, what exactly is, is constituted as a real time, right? Like, do we do it 10 minutes after 15 minutes after what's going to get us banned? So I think that also needs to be defined if he's going to create that type of rule, but it is a private company, right? It, it is his. So yeah, you're in journal and in journalism ethics, you are taught because I went to an official mm-hmm. J school. You're taught, uh-huh. you're taught ethics, which means you, you don't unnecessarily put people in harm. You know, mm-hmm. it, it if it's for some reason super newsworthy to track the ever ever move of something, you know, for exist uh, for example, these um, um, climate activist politicians who are uh. telling everyone to stop flying in planes, then it becomes newsworthy to show all the plane routes right. of that public official to show what a, what, what a hypocrite they are. But you know, if you're tracking them in a way that puts them at great harm when there's no you know, really newsworthy reason for the public to know, then that's not, you're violating journalism ethics at that point. Right. Anyway, the, the UN, um, the UN responded saying we're very disturbed by the arbitrary suspension of accounts of journalists that we saw on Twitter. The move sets a dangerous precedent at a time when journalists all over the world are facing censorship, physical threats, and even worse, um, the EU's Digital Services Act taking effect next year requires respect for media freedom and fundamental rights. Mm. Well, I, I hope they actually mean that with free speech in general, because those same European Union has been talking about censoring, you know, dangerous mis and disinformation, uh, which is just an undefined term that just opens the door for snuffing out anything that's not mainstream. So I'm glad they're sticking up for their mainstream media buddies, but I think they're incredibly hypocritical. Right. Exactly. And I mean, a little part of me does, I mean, who doesn't feel, especially if you've been banned several times off of social media platforms, like who doesn't feel like, well, yeah, here's a taste of your own medicine. But at the same time, I'm like, I kind of like, that's the strength of a lot of the more right or conservative, uh, you know, sector of people is like, we actually like debate. We actually like to entertain these head to head conversations and we want to rise to the occasion to have them. So, you know, when I first heard that yesterday, that was the bummer for me. It's like, oh man, like we can't have, like, we don't want that that environment of just an echo chamber, right? Yeah. You don't want an echo chamber. And that's part of the reason why I, I went back on Twitter, right? Because, you know, you do have all of these personalities and celebrities and a mix of, of cultures and diversities. And so I kind of like that idea that you can either, you know, convert more people to the truth as well as, you know, have those dissenting opinions and go head to head with people. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm kind of like teetering level-headed here, but at the same time, it's like the whole picture, holistically, we do want those d- dissenting opinions no matter what, even if we agree or don't agree. 100%. I think that's so important. Mm-hmm. Um, in other Twitter news, the pillow guy is back. Elon <gasps> Musk 
deleted a bunch of mainstream media journalists, but added my pillows. No, well, he is back. Lindell is back. I like my. <laughs> that uh, is hilarious. No, I need to go follow him. There's so many new. There's so many uh, old personalities. I actually saw that Tracy Beans was back on Twitter. She was one of the biggest personalities back then. All these people. Did really? you see Drano's back? Oh, nice. Yeah, but Mike Lindell, that's new to me, so I'm gonna have to go follow him after this broadcast. <laughs> yeah, he said he, his first tweet was, "I'm back. Thank you, Elon Musk." And by the way, all caps. Melt down the electronic machines and turn them into prison bars. Oh my God. Was that his tweet coming back? He came back on swinging. (laughs) (laughs) Which is the reason he got banned in the first place because God forbid you question these machines. Right. Right. Uh, Yeah. So interesting stuff. Okay. The other big, big headline, uh, Brittany Griner is, is posting about (gasps) her return to America after being locked in a Russian prison for yes. 10 months. Let's look at Brittany Griner's Instagram. Uh, as <laughs> you know, she was an, a WNBA player who brought a tiny amount of cannabis to Russia. Yeah. Um, so here it is. She made this post right here. It's quite lengthy. Thanking everyone who supported her as she was away. This is actually her touching down here in Houston. Uh, she landed here in Houston from Russia ah. a few days ago. Um, here's uh, an interesting part of that post she made. She says, quote, President Biden, you brought me home, and I know you are committed to bringing Paul Whelan home and all Americans home, too. I will use my platform to do whatever I can to help you. I encourage everyone that played a part in the bringing me home to continue their efforts to bring all Americans home. Every family deserves to be whole. So I like that she was actually advocating for the other guy because uh, America, like all the media left and right just pitted her against Paul Whelan. Mm-hmm. And I like that, that she's saying, like, no, I've got his back. I want him back, back too. Right. Um, but a lot of people in America were like, why was she the first one brought back to begin with? Instead of Paul. Yeah. She, or, or why couldn't they get Paul home as well? At, right. He was a military veteran who's been locked there since 2018 after allegedly false um, um, spying allegations. Yikes. So a new Washington Post article today is saying, uh, quote, Paul Whelan's fate could hinge on a swap for a brazen brazen Russian assassin, um, a man named Vadim Krastikov was um, traded. He, he is the one that, that, um, Putin wants back. Mm. Um, so this man is serving a life sentence for murder. He's a Russian serving life sentence for murder right? in Germany and Putin wants him back. And that's the only way to give Paul Whelan back to us. But this Russian murderer is locked in um, a German prison in Germany is like, wait, why should we, why should we set your, set this Russian guy free for you, America, because he murdered someone on our streets. Yeah. So it's just this huge international mess. And it just makes me think, I don't really want to leave the country right now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. It it totally feels like that right now. Cause it's like, I mean, not, not like we would, 
do anything to get us in trouble, right? It, but, it do, it's like, it doesn't matter. Like foreign nations now see Americans as this amazing little prize to get yeah. their way against Biden. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. let's just lock this American up because they're on our streets. Yeah. And then we can have leverage against Ooh, Biden. Leverage. So yeah. I'm not about to be Biden's leverage. I'm like, I might just stay, stay home in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I ditto. I, I, I agree with that. I mean, uh, there's part of me I, at the same time. I'm like, uh, yeah, I kind of want to travel, but yeah, I agree with you. Like, we don't want to become like Biden's hostages, or <laughs> I guess a vice versa, right? Hostages against against, against Biden. Biden. Yeah, yeah. And I asked my Russian friend, like, so is is weed like that horrible thing in Russia? Right. Like it's strictly forbidden. And and my Russian friend was like, no, Russians smoke weed, but it technically is illegal. So it's kind of like the sort of culture it's been in America for a long time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But that, you know, basically Putin was just looking for any excuse to Mm. lock up a somewhat prominent American to use as leverage against Biden. Right. I guess it worked. For sure. Um, Okay. Switching to immigration news. So we have this soundbite from White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre yesterday when um, she was asked about you know, taking this border crisis seriously, because as Fox News reports, 2022 border crossings were up 56 percent from this time last year and last year set an all time record. So yeah. it's I mean, it is an absolute invasion. Oh, yeah. And when she's asked about it, um, she she claims that the Biden administration has been doing the work on its own to secure the border. Take a look. Yeah. Continue to see political stunts from uh, many Republicans out there, and that's not how we're going to fix uh, this issue. They want to, uh, they want to uh, secure the border. We've been doing that work on our own. They want to uh, secure the border. We've been doing that work on our own. I slowed it down for emphasis. Wow. Um, Yeah. Let me tell you, Jean Pierre is like the queen of gaslighting. The queen of gaslighting. I mean, ever since she's tempted, or she, I'm sorry, she was a temp for Jen Psaki when Jen Jen had her position. Jean-Pierre gaslights, like, for every single subject. But I think, like, we've even seen Mayorkas make the same argument that the border is is not open. And, like, these are the most... I mean, the the most transparent truths are out there for anybody to see that the border is surely not secure. Yeah. There, there is a mass migration coming from El Paso right now from Juarez. I mean, oh these are things that are concretely, you can see it with your own eyeballs, with your own flesh, that this thing is a problem. Right. I mean, Biden admit is setting an all-time record by far as far as this invasion. And, and she... And Vice President Harris had the gall to say, oh, the border is secure and we've been doing the work. Um, uh, and the same week that uh, Bill Malugin from Fox mm-hmm. tweeted this video of the largest group, um, largest single group of all time to cross the border all at once. Um, yeah. Uh, no, no, that's that's well, also this week. Look at that. This is the other thing that was, this was just today. CBP officers at the port of entry. Um, how do you say that? No, 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 Gales, yeah, uh, Arizona no have made another major fentanyl bust, 230,000 fentanyl pills, Gosh. 62 pounds of meth and 13 pounds of cocaine, all hidden by drug smugglers. 
since last Thursday, CBP has seized almost 2 million fentanyl pills. In, in one week, 2 million fentanyl pills. So the, the most de- deadly drug out there has been pouring in. Um, that update just this week and the next tweet from Bill that we're they're about to show you um, of the largest single group yep, of migrants um, illegally crossing. Here it is, a huge migrant caravan. Let's uh, hit play there um, and expand. Um, so a thousand, thousand migrants all crossing at once into America. And there are, this was in El Paso and it was just yeah. so many yeah. that CBP was just letting some of them right out onto the streets after crossing illegally because apparently Biden shut down the program that Trump had. Now, when Trump was president, um, Trump said, you know, you have to stay in Mexico while you're being processed. There, you're not dare being let onto our streets whatsoever or let into a tent, tent or a prison or anything in America. You get right. sent straight back to Mexico when you're caught at our border. And then we can figure out whether you're really let in. Right. But now now that Biden has shut that down and CBP is overwhelmed, they're just letting some of these people out, which only encourages more to come. Absolutely insane. And I've been to uh, El Paso, you know, uh, I mean, within the, this, this long season of open porous borders, and it's usually it's it's funny to see this because it's usually uh, pretty uh, not not busy, I guess. I, there are crossings. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. it's not like like you see something like this, like in South Texas, Eagle Pass, uh, maybe uh, La Jolla, but like not Roma. even like you've seen something this bad. Before? This is this is insanity. I have never seen anything this bad. Uh, the, like I said, the only thing that's comparable is maybe Eagle Pass because there is um, there are crossings every single day at a private la- private land that a lot of people don't know about, uh-huh. um, and it's a question as to why you know why this private land allows so many crossings. But anyway, like th- this is insanity, and and it is a, an a testament. It is a testament that. The, the border is definitely not secure and they're actually influxing people, what seems to be on purpose in my per- personal opinion, because, um, you know, they are allowing more C- uh, BP agents, you know, uh, leave and, and, and quit. A lot of them are um, self-deleting themselves. Like that's another. Oh, whole, it's a demoralizing job. It is hor- horrible, especially horrible. when a lot of the CBP agents realize that their job is actually to bring these people in. They right. think they're secure. They think they're securing the board now. I, and I talked to CBP, and they told me a lot of these agents are actually hoping to get the job at the Canadian border, but obviously that border is not as needed bad. as needed as much. So they right. get the job where they don't want it on the southern border, right? And they think they'll be guarding the border. And actually, Biden's orders are to bring these people in. Right. On bus after bus after bus. And it's like, what are we doing? Yeah. And, and I, I met these agents. I watched them. What are you doing? You're you're meeting these people who yeah. violated our federal law, and you're bringing them in. You're putting them on a warm uh, customs and border patrol van. Yeah. And bringing them further into the U.S. <sighs> and then like that, like do we even touch on the HHS issue that Project Veritas recently you right. know, uh, broke open? 
which has been kind of like an open secret for a lot of people, especially those who report on, you know, human T-wording and the border and things like that. Like a lot of people know about the HHS problem, but this was, this was fleshed out before our eyes with the children, you know, being transported and put here and there knowingly by the HHS. And when I say here and there, it's like more nefarious. I just can't say it because we're on YouTube. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's so horrifying, horrifying. Project Veritas actually interviews these young children. If you mm-hmm. haven't seen it, it's absolutely, absolutely sickening that their parents yeah. send them off for, for a better life. And these ch- children get trafficked yeah. um, into sex and who, who knows what else. Yeah. It's horrible. And, and these are things that like, it's, it's helpless when you are at the border and you actually see these children cross over and there's, nothing you can do because they are already in BP custody and then they get entered into the HHS system, which is, uh, the office, but the office of refugee resettlement is a, a like child office of the HHS. Wow. So really that's the whole processing system. And if you look at their guidelines, like if you look at their documentation, even they will tell you like, yeah, we don't really vet these parent or these adults too much or too far yeah. farther. It's just a horrible, I mean, and then when you see things like this, where there's like thousands of people crossing uh, from Juarez to El Paso, it's like, how many situations are we looking at before our eyes like that, right? Like before our eyes, it's insane. Yes, it is. And I know that when I covered the border, I was grilling, uh, I was grilling DHS and CBP about what's what's your protocol on who gets in who doesn't who goes where yeah and they're like oh that's an issue we can't discuss of course and and i've watched mainstream media reports from local reporters you know like nbc affiliates of asking the same thing and having the same struggle response so there's like this silence from the our federal government on on what is really going on with our own government trafficking foreign nationals. Absolutely. It's really freaking insane. It's really insane. It's, it's so sad. And, you know, it really is a, um, it's a very dark topic, right. That we have to keep talking about. Unfortunately, we, the people have to keep talking about, right. And we have to keep resuscitating it over and over because as we speak every single second, as if the human T working statistics were already bad enough, this is just appending and compounding on top of a problem that we already had domestically. So now, you know, it's like, what do we do? We just, we have to keep talking about it. We have to keep fleshing it out. Yeah. So uh, my friend, Steve Baker, who's an independent journalist, you know him, he's been on my YouTube a few times. Mm, I'm um, not sure that I've met him before. So he was in Houston visiting. He actually lives in the Carolinas, but he was uh, catching up with an old friend yeah. from a few decades ago. And here in Houston, and she was like, she's like, yeah, so me and my church group, we went out to help these young uh, migrant girls who were staying under a bridge in Houston. We got them Chick-fil-A. And Steve's like, excuse me? Uh, (laughs) Like underage migrant girls living under a bridge? Yeah, 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 yeah. And... And she's like, yeah, they were, they were very frightened. And like, uh, they had like handlers or something under there. Of course. And, um, we fed them Chick-fil-A a few times and they had like, um, 
diseases and <gasps> they, they were like in really bad shape. They oh were getting, my. they were getting raped out there. Oh no. Um, it was absolutely horrifying. So she drops this bomb on Steve and he's like, what the heck? You know, cause she's not in journalism or anything, you know, right. like it's the just... gravity of this. And she also doesn't trust the police. Like, why didn't you call the police? Um, yeah. so Steve, comes back to Houston just to investigate this. And he actually, and I went out with him a few times hunting through Houston <gasps> to try to find these girls, but yeah. they were being trafficked through. So they, they had already been moved through, Of course, but she showed the location where these girls had been hidden. Yeah. It's crazy in a huge city. Like, like Houston, mm-hmm. I think it's uh, what the most fourth most populous city in America. Now it's growing by leaps and bounds being so close to the border. Yeah. And <laughs> so, so these girls um it's it's insane in the middle of a very populous huge city we have an absolute jungle yeah like we have wilderness i i drove in i've been in every corner of houston as Mm -hmm. a reporter for four years and i saw parts of houston i had never seen before being taken to where these girls had been smuggled um like there is a jungle in the middle of houston where with like Easily, easily, you can hide people. A jungle in the yeah, middle of and, Houston, and abandoned, yeah, and abandoned buildings in in this jungle where the you know Whoa. it's just it's woods and grass, and there's there's these little paths, <gasps> and um, you know what appeared to be like some sort of gangbangers out there, and I was like, no. Steve, we might want to turn around at this point, right? Uh, but uh, it was really interesting. So we never found the girls; they'd already been sent through, but. Um, it was after that that we um, started to hear very similar reports in mainstream media and then Project Veritas. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets, natural NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. 
Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting mode, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision of these children being trafficked through and, and in some cases being uh, uh, set up by our federal government at a sponsor's home because some random person wants to be their sponsor and mm-hmm. then the child goes missing. Right. And the sponsor's like, well, the child didn't want to be with me anymore. They're gone. They're gone. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just really sickening to and, think about. And they admitted this last year. They admitted this um, when Axios did a FOIA request and – they found out that about, I believe it was like one, they said one fourth, but I believe it's, or maybe it was actually one third of the children. This was early on in the infancy stages of this whole influx, right? But they found out that one third of these children couldn't be contacted anymore. Oh. So that coincides with what you're saying. Yes. You know, they just, they entered them into the system and they willingly just turn a blind eye and just... You know, that you never, and that's what scar, that should, that's what should disturb everybody's heart about this and should scar us to find out because those type of mysteries are just not like, you know, these are actual human beings. These are actual children that are entering our society and they're being taken in the most nefarious situations. And it could be the, 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 the finite moment of their living existence. It's crazy. Yeah, I really hope this somehow reaches the international audience so that these families in these other countries who are willingly sending their child yeah. alone yeah, yeah, realize yeah. the danger because I, I, I wonder what sort of propaganda is being fed to these families that they are willing to send the child off. Right. You know, I, I feel that they are being told that the, that the child's going to be set up for this cushy life. Yeah. And it's actually the exact opposite. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so another crazy headline. Now this, this really felt like it was, um, you know, it had to be fake news, but we have this headline. Um, uh, this is actually from fortune magazine. Uh, and it says people who skipped their needle in the arm are at higher risk of traffic accidents. I'm sure you saw this. Oh no, I did not. Um, (laughs) People who didn't get the new needle technology are going to have 
Look at this. This is actually from Fortune magazine. Um, what is going on? Breaking news this week. Um, so my wig is snatched. <laughs> Um, if you pass on getting that needle, you might be a lot more likely to get in a crash, wow. says Fortune. Um, and I'm just going to read some of the most insane highlights. They said, uh, quote, they found that the, uh, this is actually a study in the American Journal of Medicine. American Journal of Medicine. Oh How about you gosh. get to the bottom of like some real health issues? Whoa. But no, they are saying that if you don't get the needle in the arm, you're going to crash your car. So it says here, quote, they found that the unneedled people were 72% more likely to be involved in a severe crash in which at least one person was transported to the hospital than those who had the needle. Wow. That's similar to the increased risk of car crashes from sleep apnea. So you're, you're like, if you haven't had the needle, you're basically driving asleep. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Um, they said the authors theorize that the people who resist public health recommendations might also neglect basic road safety guidelines. Whoa. <laughs> and they said, uh, why would they ignore the rules of the road? Distrust in government <laughs> a belief and a belief in freedom. It literally says this. Whoa. Distrust in government and a belief in freedom. Could cause you to get in a crash. This is insane. But listen, this, I mean, just like what, what we discussed earlier when they're saying, oh, yeah, the border's secure. Like, it's like very obvious things that are like lies. They're really grasping for straws at this very moment. I mean, if they have, if they want to investigate something, if they want to get to the bottom of something, how about the people who suddenly, you know what I mean? Passed like, away. yeah, who suddenly don't exist anymore right. and just passed out in the fields and stuff. Like right. it's, it's been happening a lot. It's this really is nefarious. Oh um, my God. Yeah. They said, um, a belief in freedom, misconception of daily risk, faith in natural protection. How dare they? As well as poverty. If, if you're poor, you probably don't, not, don't want to get the needle. Um, so they said the findings are significant enough that primary care doctors should consider counseling unneedled patients on traffic safety. <laughs> you go in for your annual checkup, your doctor is going to be like, by the way, let me give you some basic oh, safe driving tips. <laughs> my gosh. What is this? The DHS, the DOT? Like, what? But here's, here's the worst one that really applies to all of us. Uh, it says here, and insurance companies might base changes to insurance policies <gasps> on the needle status. And this, this, the authors of this study in the American Journal of Medicine is recommending that insurance companies raise your rate because you didn't get some experimental thing. You've got to be kidding me right now. You've got to be kidding me right now. And can you imagine? Okay, so I used to sell a property and casualty insurance back in college, right? Did that's you? yes, that's that would that's what also put uh, bread and butter on the table besides makeup artistry. And <laughs> like I, so I learned all of these things. Imagine like the underwriters going through the MVR, which is a motor vehicle report, right? And they look at all your past history, da da da, like. So what, what is proposed here? So we're going to put, we're going to, we're going to share our medical history with an NVR to assess and determine our insurance rates. Like it's what pretty, is this? Yeah. You know, 
It's pretty disturbing. Okay, we, we have a chat uh, from Zan. Quote, they were trying to claim that people who listen to rock music have more accidents than people who listen to classical music wow. in the car radio about 10 years ago. I listen to more rock music than anything, and I haven't been in a car accident in a long there time. You <laughs> there you go. Um, so, yeah, if any of the insurance companies jack up the rates, then people are going to be ditching the insurance company. So hopefully the free market will handle this. Uh, Mark says your insurance is going up, and it's based on a social credit score. Okay, this is where it's going. Okay. Um, yeah, a lot of people are concerned about this whole social credit score thing, which is already – happening in action in China. Yeah, yeah. If you don't follow the government's social program, you get locked out of being able to make purchases or um, travel places. Yeah. Doors won't, doors physically won't open for you. This reminds me of the movie Divergent. Have you seen that movie? No. Oh gosh. We, okay. We're, Should we watch it tonight? Uh, <laughs> well, we have to write, we have to watch Romeo and Michelle before anything. <laughs> we're, doing a, we're doing a Christmas party. Uh, Christmas party we have to watch Romeo and Michelle, but okay. In the movie Divergent, I'm not, I'm not spoiling it, but uh, they have different like factions of people. Like some people are Eurodite, I think it's called Eurodites. So these are like the intellectuals and they do a lot of the research and development in their society. There's Dauntless who dress in all black. They're like the soldiers of the society. They protect their whatever. And then there's um, the other ones that are hippies. So they like, you know, farm all day. And then the other ones that are uh, Candor, which is like the the legal system of the society. Right. And mm. then there was like a small faction that was like the faction list. So they're like kind of like the homeless, but they're like not, mm. they're not tied to the system. And, wow. but that's the thing. Like they, they don't, right. They're not kind of recognized by society. They just kind of have to meander through. That's what it kind of reminds me of. Like when we talk about these social credit things, like, it makes me wonder if there is going to be like some sort of underground culture where like we essentially have to be forced into that type of culture where we're just not tied to the system. I don't know how that's going to look, but wow. Demolition. Demolition. I haven't seen that movie. I have to, I have to watch it. I have to watch it. Wow. That's scary stuff. I know that's why a lot of Americans are concerned about central bank digital currency, which Biden wants to implement and which Congress has been looking at implementing. (laughs) We have our own members of Congress pushing this. So you should probably have voted those people out if you're concerned about this. But Mm. central bank digital currency, uh, the concern that if you're not following the government's social program, they'll just shut down your bank account and all (laughs) your money goes away. Now, it's not too hard for them to do that right now because they're such good friends with the big banks. And we have seen big banks like Wells Fargo do this to people like certain MAGA people that they, they, they didn't like. Right, right, right. Um, And there was a lot of uproar. And I think what happened when Wells Fargo tried that out is a lot of people ended their Wells Fargo bank accounts. Mm -hmm. So once again, the free market stepping in to stop it, Wells Fargo saying, Oh, yikes we're getting big repercussions for cracking down on someone unjustly. Mm-hmm. And so Wells Fargo pushes back against Biden and says, I, I don't want to be your yes man. You handle this in another way if you don't like this person. So I think that's why Biden is saying let's do a central bank digital currency because if, if, the, mm-hmm. cent- if the federal government now becomes our bank, right. there's no free market pushback anymore. You can't right. just quit, the, quit that bank account mm-hmm. and go to Chase or whoever else. You right. have no other option. Right. So it is a scary concept. It is a very scary concept. And it, you know what's so freaking ironic and so hilarious? Sam Bankman-Fried and his whole, con- you know, his his whole people, 
10 mil, what is it? 10 million or $10 billion that just like, Oh yeah. I think 10 billion, $10 billion. We don't know where it went. Oops. You know, so, so, and then our our governmental structures, they can't even account for money that got spent somewhere. But if you spend $601, like you have to report that to the IRS. Like this is, this is crazy. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I'll be factionless. That's okay. Like, (laughs) I'll live, I'll live, I'll live without the society, uh, faction system, dude. I don't know. Like that's, that's completely insane. But also kind of what's encouraging to me is that like they have no, it seems to be in my personal opinion that they don't really have a sense of absolute control over our entire society. I mean, I guess I'm more optimistic when it comes to these things, although it kind of looks crazy and scary in our modern day. But like, for instance, like I think seeing things like, you know, Twitter, like people taking the economy back in their hands. Right. And I, you see all these other patriotic companies kind of popping up and, you know, I think we truly can turn the tide and because, because the, elite and the left, I, I, you know, uh, I guess, yeah, more of that side has gained such a, um, control system over our culture for hundreds upon hundreds of years. That's what we're fighting against right now. But I do believe because more and more people are waking up to it, we, we can take it back. Um, but it, it is going to take a little bit more boldness on the part of everyday people to say, yes, I do want to take that back. I do want my culture essentially shifted and the tide turned um, and, and I will be a participant in that. So I think, totally. I, I think we're, I, I have a positive outlook on things. I think, you know, if, if we hadn't had this bump in the road of, you know, conservatism kind of waking people up, what a lot of people like to call the great awakening happening in mm-hmm. the last few years, we would have just kind of meandered through our life and not known that this entire power structure was in control. <laughs> right. You know what I so mean? Many, I, yeah. So many eyes have been open. Right. Yeah. 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 So it takes people who are aware of the corruption being willing to talk about it. Yeah. And I think that the establishment is using um, peer pressure mm. to, encourage people to not talk about stuff in their big word they throw out is conspiracy theory. Ooh, you're a conspiracy theorist. Right. If you talk about that. Right. 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 And let me talk, let me, so let me bring you guys to the next conspiracy theory. Seth Rich. There's new developments on Seth oh, Rich that nobody, no yeah. nobody's covering. And you know why nobody's covering them? They don't want to be conspiracy theorists, but it's true. Oh, I love that, that you're the covering FBI, it. Okay. The FBI has admitted they have two Seth Rich laptops. <gasps> They have his work laptop and his personal laptop <gasps> and thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of pages. My wig is snatched essentially once again. Okay. We no have a idea. small, so the only people covering this is Epic Times, which YouTube hates. Hopefully Whoa. YouTube doesn't ban me for showing their report, but here it is. Hopefully not. The FBI revealing that it has more information on Seth Rich. He was the former staffer at the Democratic National Committee killed in 2016. The FBI says it has a laptop owned by Rich. It's believed to be his work computer. And the Bureau also has a report detailing forensic imaging of the computer. The FBI records office found the materials through an unnamed special agent while looking for the computer. None of these records were previously indexed to Rich. Authorities say Rich was shot when a robbery went wrong, but rumors persist that he was involved with WikiLeaks and a Texas resident filed a lawsuit against the FBI requesting records on Rich. 
The FBI now wants the court to agree to keep the laptop shielded. They argue that it is not a subject to freedom of information request because it is physical material, not a record, and agents did not rely on it. Can you believe that the FBI is trying to not to this day because there a, a judge court ordered the FBI to release all these documents under the Freedom of Information Act request right. by, by law. They have to reveal what's on that laptop. They were supposed to do that in September. Whoa. And the FBI has been pushing back, getting continuance after continuance. And this month, their new continuance argument argument is that, oh, it's it's a physical material. It's not a document. It's a laptop. It's, no, but there's freaking documents on the laptop. So it's just freaking show us what it is. Right, right, so right. So what is the FBI hiding in regards to Seth Rich? Gosh, I don't know. I mean, I, there's so many. And, and see... If you don't want us to conspire on a theory, show us. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? Like, if you don't want us to theorize about what is on this laptop, then what the heck? Like, what, why, why are we doing this? I, you know, I, I think that this is, um, I, I think that this has been one of the greatest mysteries in recent years. Everybody has been wanting to know, and a lot of people have, um, you know, uh, they have had these suspicions about w- what exactly he was offed about or, yeah. you know. Yes. For people don't know, don't know, he was murdered in the darkness tonight, like 4am yeah. walking home from a bar, uh, 2016. Um, mm-hmm. and then after that, the DNC, uh, emails were leaked from WikiLeaks and the word is, you know, a lot of people are speculating that, that Seth Rich released these emails to WikiLeaks, which expose how um, Hillary's establishment Democrats actually rigged. I'm not supposed to say that word on YouTube, Mm -hmm. but they rigged cheese selections. I don't know how to say it. How do you say it? I I don't know. Blue cheese, uh, cheddar cheese. Which, which cheese do you like? That happens like what? Every four years. (laughs) And basically they screwed Bernie. Bernie Sanders was not the chosen one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Seth Rich, being a proud little millennial Democrat, probably loved Bernie. And he's like, I'm going to out these people. Uh But much more was revealed. It was a huge email dump. So tons of things were revealed in there. And and, uh, so Epic Times was reporting that journalist Cy Hirsch said a source told him around 2017 about an FBI report on Rich. According to the source, Rich's computer showed the DNC staffer had relayed DNC documents to WikiLeaks, a pro-transparency group. Hirsch spoke about the source's claims during a phone call with Ed uh, Butowski, an investigator who later retracted claims about Rich's brother Aaron being a WikiLeaks source as well. Um, And then they said... Authorities have alleged that Russian Russians hacked the DNC system. So again, any time something goes wrong for Democrats, it was the Russians. Right. Okay. So no, no, no. It wasn't one of our own guys, Seth Rich. It was it was the Russians who hacked. Of course. Uh, those allegations were made before the FBI received images from the DNC server to determine their validity. The agent claimed that disclosure of the records would harm an FBI investigation into allegations that Russians had hacked into us systems. No joke, because if you show it was actually Seth and not Russians, that definitely harms your little plan about Russia. Exactly. Exactly. And then it says in 2020, this is insane. In 2020, for the first time, the FBI admitted it had files from a computer belonging to rich 
So they lied for years. In 2020, they were forced to say the truth that they had his documents the whole time. It says some of those files were then released to Huddleston and made public. Huddleston's the one who sued um, under the Freedom of Information Act request to get those public. And when they were made public, it included documents that appear to suggest that someone could have paid for Seth Rich's death. Whoa. Why is nobody covering this? I mean, uh, I, I'm going to, I'm going to have to go look into it because you're the first one that broke it to me. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I'm just huge. reading Epic times. Got, wait, by the way, Epic times, this is why I love Epic times. They're a phenomenal outlet who helps fill in the blanks that the mainstream media refuses to. Mm-hmm. You guys can get a discount subscription to them through me. I read epic.com keyword. I type in ivory to get your big discount on a subscription to that. Awesome. Okay. Um, anyway, so let's switch to something lighter. You guys, um, <laughs> Oh my gosh. Poplitics is, is sharing a news report. This is tramp stamps are back. Oh my check gosh. Out, check out this Instagram page. <laughs> tramp stamps are back in style. Natalie, do you have a tramp stamp? This is true. Bombs. I do not. This is true. Bombs. I do not. Let me tell you though. Let me tell you though. As an adolescent, when I was a kid, I seriously used to think like, cause I'm a nineties kid, right? Like, uh-huh. or like I was born in 89, but I grew up mostly in the nineties. 89, so. you and me both. 89, yeah. yeah. Yes. So we have, I guess we have like this, this debate because people are like, you're an eighties kid. I'm like, no, I'm a nineties kid. I grew up in the nineties. <laughs> so, okay. When I, in the nineties, when I was a kid, I grew, you know, growing up in the nineties, a lot of, you would see a lot of this, like in you know pop culture the, you know you see tra- these these tattoos and i was like i want one when i get, <laughs> when i get older i want one oh of those tattoos it wasn't known as a tramp stamp until maybe later but right so i was say i think this is um this is the phase that i think this is the phase gen x went through <laughs> and then they regretted it yeah, yeah and yeah. millennials got to sit and watch gen x regret their tramp stamp so ah! i think I think the majority of millennials do not have trans stamps no. because they learned from Gen X's regret. Gen Z comes along and they, they were too young to see Gen X have regret. So now Gen Z is about to create its own regret. We, just, ah. we go through these generations. Yikes. Yikes. Aronis. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I would ever get a tram stamp personally. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess, I guess that is the reasoning, right? We just saw the regret so much go- growing up. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, and then you saw, uh, like the entertainment is sort of media outlets call it that and right. they wouldn't let it go. So it's like, I guess that's permanently etched in my head. Maybe we need to blame the media for people regretting <laughs> that tattoo. <laughs> when you really think about it, it's like, why do people regret that tattoo? Oh, I mean, oh my gosh. You no. can put a tattoo anywhere and it's fine, but if it's right there, it's not. Right. Because right. media created some buzzword about it. We should do temporary tramp stamp tattoos <laughs> for a week <laughs> and document it. Bring, bring, to see how we feel. Yeah. Does we should it make me feel like a tramp. We should do a seven day vlog where we're, we're flipping back and forth. Natalie, no, Natalie let's, with her. Let's, like, let's put on fake tramp stamps and like go out to a bar and, <laughs> and show them and see how like guys react. Like, hey, will, will you, you asked for my yeah. number. Will you, yeah. will you still would take you date my me? number? Because date I have a tramp stamp. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. That is a, a perfect experiment Wait, for are, both are of us. Are you sure you want my number? Yeah. <laughs> oh, just some angel wings hanging out, hanging out on my, hanging out on my handles. There you go. Oh man. That's hilarious. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, permanently. Yeah. You won't catch me with the, with that. I mean, I got, 
what my my three tattoos and i think i'm good i <laughs> with see those. one right there yeah one. yeah nice. my my tiny my tiny ta- well this one's not really tiny but you know i don't think i'll be getting it in that area uh, I have too many commitment issues to to have a tattoo. I was always like, oh, so I'm going to regret it. I, I, yeah, I hate being too too. Uh... You know, though, I think like the Generation X when they got that, I, I I do feel like people still kind of get the tattoos the way Generation X got that tattoo. Like some people document and ma- memorialize like their moments in life, and that's how some people get their tattoos, where they're just like telling an entire story until they yeah. have. A, a sleeve, right? That's good. That's it. I mean, I respect tattoos a little bit more than that. One time, I mean, the guy that I actually dated the longest, he was like, yeah, I think I'm going to get a tattoo. I was like, why? <laughs> he was like, I don't know. I guess I just should. I think I'm going to get like a skull and roses. I was like, why? What right. is, is that significant to yeah, you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Or are you just doing that because other people have skull and roses? Yeah. And you have no, re- like, skulls and roses don't mean anything to you? You're just copying people? You know, you, you say that and it brings something up because a lot of the guys back in, or the Generation X and the uh, 90s kids, they got a lot of tribal tattoos. And oh, nowadays geez. it's kind of like the same thing, right? As a tramp stamp, like a lot of people are like, right? Like a lot of people see the tra- the guys' tribal tattoos and they're like, oh, Dude, you know, and it's like, uh, well, especially more so because cultural appropriation became a thing, you know, throughout our, our, our thousands, oh, right? Lord. So a lot of people are like really like culture shaming or whatever. Like you can't wear that because you're not native or blah, 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 blah. You don't come from that tribe, blah, blah, blah. So a lot, a lot of that actually transpired as well. But if you think about it, like guys kind of had the same thing with the tramp stamp. That's like equivalent of the tramp stamp is the tribal tattoos. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I didn't think of that. Okay, let's check the comments section, you guys. Sorry for bringing that up. What are, yeah, sorry, sorry for the offense. What are people saying? Oh, thanks for the super chat, Mark. Thanks Yay. for the super sticker. That means a lot. Yeah, we want to make sure to show any any super chats. Um, yeah, some people are really into into it. Um, most tat addicts just do it for the feels. Yeah, you know, I, I, what I always thought, um, if a guy has a lot of tattoos and he has like emotional trauma, I think men with a lot of tattoos Ooh. have emotional trauma. Ooh, that's how they wear their trauma. That explains a lot. So- <laughs> Girl, stop dating guys with all the tattoos. That's what I learned. No, the guy that, that I dated with the most tattoos, he had some issues. Oh, okay. Um, thank you, Queen, for the comment. If you tram stamp it, you intend uh, you intend on a lot of people seeing that S H I T. Yeah. Uh, that means oh yeah, because if you get it there, you want you want people to see that tattoo, and it takes right. like yeah. But let me just say for Gen X's, um, you know, to support Defense. them. That when low rise jeans came in, then anyone can see the tramp stamp. So it wasn't meant for the people oh. you're. It's not meant for the people you hook up with. It's for everyone because your Yikes. pants are so low. Oh, I didn't even think about that. You're right. A lot of the low rise, especially in the early thousands, like yeah, transitioning from the nineties, like yeah, the low rise really came in style. So. Um, thank you to Hundred Watt Studio uh, for the super chat. Happy Friday, ladies. Looking fantastic. Thanks for the yin and yang. We didn't even plan it. I know. Mark says, did y'all plan on looking like the Masonic checkerboard? Oh, my gosh. Of course. 
Okay, what is the Masonic Trek root? This is my thing. Ever since I went independent, Let me explain. people be throwing this stuff at me. Let me explain because <laughs> I get accused so much. Okay, I don't know who needs to hear this, but sh- all shapes, all colors, don't just because we like a certain color palette does not mean that we're part of a secret society. Right. My guy. Like sometimes we just like, like me personally, like th- this person who just commented the Masonic blah, blah, blah. If they go to my channel, they're going to have a heart attack because I love black and white. That's my favorite color palette. Wow. My favorite color palette ever, 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 well, ever. Well, you know, I have a similar situation because, okay, let me say, you know, all the jewelry with like initials, mm-hmm. like Natalie, you probably like to wear a little N. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, jewelry with an I was never created. So then one day I went to a market and they were selling jewelry with an eyeball, not the eye letter. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I love that. That stands for ivory. Uh-huh. So I started wearing eye jewelry. I go into pennant and wear it on my show and people flip out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. apparently Illum- it means like Illuminati. You're Illuminate. Illuminate. Me and my friends, me and my influencer friends, we have like an inside joke for all the like the, the, the followers out there that are like shapes, Illuminate confirmed. And like we, we make that joke with each other because it's like, this is ridiculous. Like you can't, you can't make any shape. You can't have any shapes in your, in your house or your, your decor or don't, anything. Like don't do anything with your can't hands. Hand Let me gestures. sit on my hands. Like, that, what? Can't do so anything. my first in a better report, apparently when I was talking on TV, I like did something <laughs> with my hands right here. And like, People screenshotted it. And they drew a triangle. Uh, I guess, I guess it was a try. I don't know. I was just talking like this. I guess it was a triangle and our, our triangle something. Like, I didn't even know. I was just talking. Dude. And then people are tweeting at me like, do you have an, a response to this? And I was like, Dude, I know. I'm trying to shed light on medical truth. Right. That's the pandemic. Sometimes we just don't know what to do with our hands, you know? And if, if, if somebody does this like really quick and screenshots that, they're going to say, oh my gosh, not like yeah. through the side. But the thing is like, people forget that we're actual human beings. Like we actually have lives that are normal. Like we don't like if we had any sort of secret society deal, like I got the sucky end of that deal. Like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like there's a, that you got us, I got the sucky end of that deal, but no, I mean, um, I truly do love black. Actually, somebody asked me last night, uh, on in my comment section, like, I love your work, but why do you work so much black? I'm just like a goth guys. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like I <laughs> listen to a lot of rock music. I, I, my closet is nothing but black. That's just my color. I just love black. Right. So it's like, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm going to continue wearing black. Ivory is going to continue wearing the color she wants. Um, yeah. Despite what people might make up about uh, uh, like, I guess what, what platformed people or platforms, right. like people in their platforms, it's and they, like trash, they, they trash talk me for dressing like glam because I dress like some like fashion Nova girl. Crazy. And so, and I'm like, <laughs> guys, I'm like, guys, I, I'm a girly glam girl. I like to dress pretty and wear and heels and show my skin sometimes. And, and you're going to keep people doing are like, it. I thought she was such a noble journalist. And oh. then, like, now I saw like part of her leg and now she's evil. Dude, I'm like. <laughs> And, and like the thing is, like uh, uh, I also, you know, had a knack for Tim Burton. Like growing up, like I loved Tim Burton, everything. I loved uh, his movies and everything. And so, some of my style is kind of influenced by that. Like I kind of do like not the super, not the super like Balenciaga type of macabre, but ooh. like you know, like dark colors, dark moody things. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, you know, a, a lot of people got really puritanical. Um, this is what happened. I'll tell you what happened. People un 
wired from the mainstream media because they found out how bad it was, right? So yeah. the moment that they unwired, then they started following their their influencers, right? So you had like media yeah. personalities, podcasters who were delivering their news essentially yeah. because they had to unwire themselves from the mainstream media. And so either the influencer may have uh, led that person to believe that every single thing that is black and white or has a particular shape uh, for instance, like when the pedo Fifi symbols got declassified back in what, 20, 2012 or 2015 or 2014, something like that. Like every single triangle now is associated with like either the illuminate, the Illuminati or with the pedo Fifi symbol. Any swirl is uh, considered the pedo. And although there are certain shapes, the point that I'm trying to make is like everybody loses their context with the declassified pedo fifi symbols so that's just an example but you know the illuminati for instance when you see a lot of like their type of campy photos there is a checkerboard floor that they have that is black and white Hmm. but does that mean does that equate everything black and white like like are we the illuminate just because we happen to wear like black and which white, which I had no knowledge that you were going to wear white. <laughs> right. I always wear black. You guys can go <laughs> in my story. So it's like things like this, right? It doesn't become fair, but I mean, we're going to continue dressing the way we dress. We're going to continue having the, like, so long as we're not, we're not hurting anybody or we're not promoting the hurt or harm of another individual. Like what we do is like what we do. This is what our interests are. We like to dress the way we like to dress. We like to, you know, have decor that is not nefarious. Like, but it doesn't mean that just because you have a shape, we're part of the Illuminati. That's crazy to me. Absolutely. So you, know? you gotta use your discernment. Let me watch my hands. And before. like <laughs> Jesus said, by their fruits you'll know them. So right. what what are we really could you guys tell you know, that are we helping or hurting the world mm-hmm. with our lives? Could you tell that I had that rant built up and pent it up inside <laughs> of me? Because it's like, it's absolutely crazy to me. Like, yeah. it's, it's funny coming across other influencers or other personalities like Ivory, because it's like, we go through the same thing and it's like, this yeah. is crazy. Like, we really have internal conversations where like, this is crazy. Like, if you have a shape, you shouldn't be, you know, thought of as like this person, right? Like, totally. I'm going to make a video. I'm going to make a video. You've inspired me. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining in the conversation. Be sure to follow Natalie Denise on her YouTube. I linked it down in my description. And um, you'll probably see her on my Instagram, too, because we're friends here in Houston. Yes, that's right. we're about to turn up with a Christmas party at my house commencing now. So you guys have a great weekend. And check our social media for our party. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Happy weekend. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, guys. (laughs) Sorry, I had that like long Latina. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough 
through in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. 